Hello everyone and on this episode of the Cyber Cafe we have two very special guests we have the founders of hackify.in Shifa Cyclewala and Rohit Gautam welcome to the show you guys it is a great honor to have both of you here today thank you so much Ishan for the invitation thank you You're so much very welcome thank you so much Ishan for having You're us on the show very welcome Rohit that's great uh, so um my, my we have two guests today the first guest is shifa cyclewala she is the director of the hackify community the director of hackify cybersecurity she i think she had um she has had a previous like um before this she used to be a mobile application developer for since 2017 so she's been she was a mobile app developer for i think the past 5 6 years and now she's stepped into cybersecurity and now she's teaching young minds on how things work and rohit gautam you've been a, a hacker ever since you've grown up it seems because you've been doing bug bounty hunting for the past 8 to 10 years and before that i believe you also worked at um icici bank as an information security consultant so it is a great pleasure to have both of you on my show that's great and thank you so you're very welcome how do you like if nobody knew what i just said like i don't think a lot of people go through linkedin profiles and cvs anymore they just look at um your profiles on let's say they just look at your work on youtube or on instagram right um if they haven't done that how would either of either one of you introduce yourself to the public let's start with shifa uh I would like to introduce and start myself by my name. Uh, I am Shifa Cycle Bala. Uh, I have completed my engineering in electronics and communications, and then I started working with Zing HR as a mobile application developer. I have been developing certain applications and helped a lot of users by giving the best experience I can. And then I moved into cybersecurity because this was the part which I used to enjoy the most, and I wanted to be into security. So now, uh, what I do is we teach students about ethical hacking, web application pen testing, mobile application pen testing, and a lot more. Not only uh, teaching, we also do a lot of services. We deal with multiple projects wherein we secure the application as well as we develop some infrastructure for various clients. so uh, when we say or oh, hear about this word hacking everyone is so fascinated about it because uh, we work into it so so many students have different queries even a layman knows about hacking because they have been heard from a lot of movies this word everyone feels very uh, familiar with this word hacking so this is not very difficult to tell anyone that i work into hacking yeah some of them think that way that okay this is doing something very fishy uh, but yeah uh, this is what we do uh, we secure applications that's fantastic so um like you you do just mobile applications or you do all the on web applications as well like just mobile applications i have professionally worked as a mobile application developer but i do develop web application for our own organization so i have a basic knowledge about it that's great that was that was a pretty solid introduction you went from studying engineering 
into cybersecurity. I really appreciate that because I think even I'm going down the same path. I'm an IT student first year and mm-hmm. I'm going to be, I'm a CSIT student. So like I know a few basics of computers. Like I'm, the, that's what I'm studying here. And I look forward to going ahead and making a career in cybersecurity and maybe being the biggest expert in the next 10 years. Wow. That's so great. Thank you. So now how would Rohit introduce himself? Uh, sure. Uh, so first of all, my name is Rohit and uh, I am uh, actually a real hacker, not what is shown in movies. Uh, a lot of fancy stuff is being shown. That is actually not even 1% of what actually hacking is. So talking about myself, uh, I have done uh, my graduation in electronics and communication. After that, I have done postgrad. Uh, double postgrad in information security two times and now uh, i have worked with different organizations like uh, banking infrastructure and in those organizations we basically try to safeguard your money which is uh, the amount that you have kept in the bank through and uh, the internet banking applications portal that you use we safeguard them from bad people that is black hat hackers this is what i have done professionally Apart from that, I am very much keen and interested towards teaching and have been teaching actively since last many years on different platforms like Upgrad, Udemy, and there are many other platforms as well. So uh, I basically try to talk and teach about my industry experience, whatever I have learned in the industry itself, and try to fill actually the bridge between the students and uh the conventional college and what actually the industry wants in cybersecurity. So most of my time and Shifa's time goes in cybersecurity and our life revolves around cybersecurity itself. Apart from this, bug bounty hunting is one more thing that we do actively. Uh, Recently, uh, we have scored uh, around $6,000, $7,000 from Apple for identifying potential flaws and multiple vulnerabilities. Uh, We have reported a lot of bugs till now to most of the organizations like Facebook, Apple, etc. So we also try to teach this to students of how they can also make a successful career in bug bounty hunting and cybersecurity as well. Wow. You both do a lot of stuff here at Hacktify. And I really appreciate what you're doing. I really like that. Thanks, Isha. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I mean, I've seen, I've also seen your work and content on YouTube and LinkedIn. I mean, it's really, I really like what you're doing. I think even a little, I think you just started Instagram because I haven't seen much on Instagram, but I've seen a lot on YouTube. I'm seeing a lot of content on LinkedIn. I mean, I have, I have not seen, not only seen just, you know, I think um, a few weeks ago, I was having a live stream with one of my cybersecurity friends. And again, he said a, um, one thing that really hit me that the one thing that he does not like is that everybody on social media just likes to flaunt about how much money they made on bug bug bounty bug bounty hunting just by sharing the screenshot that hey you received so many dollars but they don't exactly explain what the bug was or they don't try to explain and spread education in how they made that money how did they um, find that bug and i think i've seen you've done some of your content revolves around the specific bugs and um what's going on around with bug bounty and i really appreciate that uh, thanks ishan uh, 
yes uh, your friend has taken out a very important point that yes uh, showing your happiness with the world is important uh, that's fine if you want to show them that how much you have earned through work bounty but also sharing a tip so that uh, that can help thousands of users is equally important so yes i do appreciate and all my students my recommendation to all of them is not only just put the bug type also try to write some blogs on how you made it how have you thought of this organization and how have you done the whole process if you do that thousands of users can benefit from this so yeah this is one thing i also try to spread to my students and with your channel we can do a lot more that's great uh, yeah exactly uh, as shifa has mentioned so we also have a playlist uh, of videos in which we say uh, for specific bug class these are the techniques which bug hunters do not want you to know so we basically be very transparent <laughs> and share things that we know to our expertise so that people can learn from them actually without posting yeah i have got this much amount of bounty mhm i think that's really great i mean i really like that you just said that um tricks bug bounty hunters don't want you to know i mean that's obvious i think i don't think any expert wants you to know their secrets it's like um google wanting to reveal their source code to the public you don't want that all right so um i'm sure um you both must have had some different choices when you were a kid but still um what made both of you um develop an interest in cyber security we could start with shifa with me i thought yes. it's cyber security we would start with rohit okay uh, so we both completed education from same college uh, completing our electronics and communication education uh, so rohit was so fascinated about hacking he used to come and show me the tricks of hacking uh, each day that hey shifa i have learned something very new Uh, which was not even a subject but still he used to force not only me to all the students or the group of students uh, he used to revolve around hacking all the while so he used to show his cool tricks to so many of them and this is how my interest also rohit is the one who took me into this i would uh, give the whole credit to him because he was the only one who introduced hacking in such a way to me so for me it started uh, at early college days in second year of our engineering both of us got a chance and internship to work with, into a cyber security organization uh, in second year of our engineering so uh, that that was a booster that is how we professionally get into cyber security and uh, since then there is no looking back uh, we are continually doing our research but somehow i couldn't make into cyber security uh, i also developed my interest towards programming and that part so this is how i started my uh, job into mobile application development but uh, cyber security was something that i didn't wanted to miss uh, so then uh, somehow we got an opportunity to again work together and this is how we started hacktify cyber security so for me the initial point was rohit who forced me get into and learn uh, certain things so yeah he was the fun so uh, let's know about rohit how he got interested into cyber security sure uh thank you so much 
Shifa for that uh, very good uh, experience about yourself and thank you so much for uh, giving so much gratitude to me uh, i believe shifa first of all was a very very brilliant student in college itself so if it was not me she herself would be very much successful in cyber security talking about my experience uh, i was very much fascinated towards technology since my school days like when i was in 7th 8th ninth grade i was so much fascinated i used to know about these things how how does linux works how does metasploit works and all that stuff not professionally i i just used to do it for my personal uh, gains uh, for just to learn something out of that uh, started learning about how games work how can we crack games reverse engineer games using ide pro oledbg uh, making uh, you can say uh unlicensed versions licensed or doing that kind of stuff in the beginning itself and uh, from there i was so much uh, inclined towards learning more about how actually reverse engineering works how does wireless stuff works what actually is web application pen testing and what i'm learning is actually uh will give me a career opportunity and will also uh, land me a good job uh, my family was not so much tech savvy i would say of being uh, very honest and they never thought that uh, being an ethical hacker can also be considered as a career opportunity but i was very much interested into this i got multiple opportunities as shifa has expressed in our college time and we got a very good organization to work with from there uh, first of all for doing anything in our life this is for all the participants you the first most important thing is curiosity and i was very much curious so that was a very good booster for us and uh, whatever resources i needed i got from there which actually uh, gave me more confidence and i thought yes uh, this can definitely taken as a career opportunity rather than a hobby after that there was no looking back started learning more more uh, read a lot of books i've been i'm fond of reading books specifically for uh, related to ethical hacking so i read a lot of books articles blogs in my free time and from there uh, it started all slowly and slowly i started understood uh, understanding uh, actually that there is something else also which is required in cyber security industry which we call as pen testing so started moving towards pen testing learned about pen testing did a couple of jobs changed switched a lot of profiles did a lot of work like red teaming etc uh, then thought why shouldn't we teach this so because no student should face uh, the same thing that we have faced and should get equal opportunities that we did not got at our time so we started pouring out all the information that we have learned so far into the industry to students in the form of trainings so this is actually how i got into this and in a nutshell this is what i can recall and that was a lot to recall how old were you when you started using the nuts uh probably it was uh, like in our school itself we had linux in our computer subjects we ha- we had to use red hat so i believe it was 7th grade we started using linux ah. in our comp- school itself wow. i mean i only started using ubuntu now in my college i have a vm installed like i don't have a separate computer i use a virtual machine to use linux that's pretty cool man like i mean i've i've, I've seen a lot of schools starting to do that like they are also introducing the liberal linux and more about cyber security 
right i mean like sometimes kids also get nervous when they hear the word hacking because of the way we are ta- taught about it the way we see it in movies like we know the word hacker but we never actually understand what's going on in their lives i mean it looks so simple in the movies right like, i think just before this i was watching arrow and i was seeing the um their um hacking people just the hackers just working very um quickly and just figuring stuff out in seconds that's not how stuff works exactly no 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 it is not yeah. like that it is enormous <laughs> amount of time uh, energy efforts that has been put to come up with a exploit or a vulnerability that people just think it is very easy to exploit but it uh, it takes tremendous amount of time energy and efforts to identify that particular loophole mm-hmm. right so i'm i'm pretty sure um, i just want to know how shifa felt when you first came to her with um whatever you had to show how did you feel when he just first came to you with his work shifa okay uh with uh, the certain things he used to trick us so much he was the most mischievous person in our group so he used <laughs> to trick people a lot uh, this is how we started and luckily uh, we have got an introduction to the subject of cyber security wherein our professors was also not expecting this subject that was the year very firstly the subject was introduced so then uh, he used to tell me a lot of things about it do you know the uh, wifi password do you know we can do a lot with usb do you know this do you know that not only to me to a lot of different uh, group mates he used to uh, show so many cool stuff uh, okay you are playing this game i already have full coins uh, so somehow he used to manage the crack and also he was the only one who used to not play game actually but also to have so many points with him all the while so we used to uh, not uh, like everyone used to run behind him saying that hey please do this for me because everyone want to look cool into the college life right mm-hmm. so yeah. many guys have this fantasy to look so cool so this is how <laughs> he was very famous that time he was the one who was a real hacker everyone used to call him a hey, hacker come here so hey, this is hacker. how <laughs> yeah this is how friends call each other uh, in college days so uh, luckily there was a introduction to the subject of cyber security and one day the very first day he used to ask ma'am uh, each time she said that okay so anyone have any doubt so his hand was always up the whole lecture he was standing and asking so many questions because he had a lot of things to ask but no one was there to answer because he was studying on himself so uh, then uh, ma'am uh, called us personally because he knew that i belong to the same group and i had quite good relationship with the ma'am so then she said that hey rohit i am going to tell you very clearly that this is the first time i am assigned with this subject and i have no clue about this subject please stop asking me in front of the whole class so if you know more than me take this opportunity teach everyone so that was the time rohit uh, when he used to show us the cool tricks was now our professor for the particular subject in i guess uh, first or second year of engineering so he used to teach us cyber security the whole semester rohit was the one who taught us cyber security and he made it so interesting 
with a lot of practicals he came up he he have literally done a lot of practical which we have never done throughout the engineering into that one particular subject and everyone loved the way he used to do it and everyone wanted to be a part of it so this is how he introduced himself very professionally in front of the whole class teaching about cyber security being a classmate so that day uh, rohit was then uh, something else in front of our eyes we used to uh, respect him a lot more than uh, what we used to do before so he proved himself in that one semester and then this is how cyber security went away again from our lives then we again got an opportunity from an organization who used to conduct the uh, webinars and seminars kind of stuff into our college so they came up with the subject cyber security and again cyber security came into our lives and uh, then we started we never stopped from there wow so rohit yeah <laughs> <laughs> so rohit basically you taught an entire class. how many semesters was that class only one semester we had that subject of cyber security because we belong to uh, electronics so we right. didn't had so many subjects on it but this was the one which was just newly introduced one subject so then he said that i am not going to leave this subject forever that was the thing because everyone was running behind uh, in going into electronics and communication industries because on campus you are going to get only the placements which you are learning so we were learning electronics so so many industries from electronics and communications came in uh, they had our drives and so many things happened but he said that i am not going to sit into any one of them because i don't want to waste my time doing electronics and communications so uh, this is how we started Wow, Rohit, how did you teach so many students? Like, um, did whether already interested in studying the subject, or did you have to um, um, trick them into influence them to learn more about cybersecurity? How did you do that? Uh, <clears throat> so basically, um, I believe that uh, the content for that particular course that was introduced recently in our college, it was the first time that it came in our batch. and after seeing basically the index of that uh, content i believe that this is what uh, what i have already learned so far and uh, like from the intuition i believed that yeah this this is what i have learned and this can be learned by every one of them who is just not so much exposed to cyber security being an electronic student so i believed that it wouldn't be a very difficult task in just trying to express whatever i have learned and absorbed so far from self learning to all the students out there and it just went fine to be honest that's great um like how, if i were to like do you remember um how did you start teaching students about cyber security because i think that's where a lot of kids get confused because when they type it up on youtube there's like a, there's like a jillion things some people say first learn networking no first learn linux then you can then what's next so did you have a road map in mind when you were started teaching them oh yes so i never had a road map in my mind uh, it was just uh, now uh, just a lot of students they actually tell me that i really have a very good teaching style that this i have 
these are the words that my student have told to me and i totally respect them i always try to take feedbacks from all the students i believe everyone has uh, a different way of understanding not all the learners are same all learners learn a different way some visually some different ways with some different examples it's just how you connect to a student's heart and is able to consume whatever we are trying to teach them it's just not always the fault of a student if he is not able to learn a particular subject the teacher also plays a very vital role in introducing the subject that way or maybe if i would say molding a subject that way the student starts building up his interest into that so it is definitely a very dignified a role or responsibility that a teacher has to face and coming back to your question in the beginning i don't i didn't have a road map because i did not know what actually would teaching would be like because i never had a prior experience about teaching but it actually uh, like i was able to fit the blocks easily and connect the dots it was simple i just tried to express in very simple words that the student would actually uh, understand and it it just started that way and i started understanding uh, what are the hurdles that a student may face understanding a particular topic cut that down into small gist or bullet points that a student can learn and uh, at the end whenever uh, like till now whatever i am teaching to my students is i try to put as much as much as examples in of their day to day life that they can relate to this way they never forget what they have learned not using a not using a, a lot of technical jargons is what i believe in the beginning because a student may fall into a dilemma thinking about i should understand the principal concept or should i remember the technical jargons so i believe technical jargons are not important in the beginning just making understand the principle is very important so this is how it all started and now then after that uh, i have uh, improvised a lot in my way of teaching and now i believe that uh, people are able to understand uh, and liking my teaching style yeah. uh, at least the students that i have talked to mm-hmm. i think it's do you think it's also have it also has to do with the fact that kids are getting more and more smarter generationally maybe because they have more access to information than you all did and f- further on they would have more information access than i do do you think that also plays a role in the um them understanding much better definitely it plays a very important role because at times when we were there in and we stepped into the cyber security ocean things were already there but they were segregated and we had to collect everything and we had to try to make a uh, you can say a mind map of things that we have to learn down the line but now it is not like that people have collected everything and now it's into a ready to uh, consume form uh, if you take an example of what we teach there is a very big ocean of cyber security we have basically picked up all the parts that are that are imported into industry and we have streamlined into it so a student is not able to basically co- get confused or get l- lost into this very big ocean definitely this helps exposure towards information helps a student to learn more and more new things and streamlining everything is very important or the student will may get lost because internet is very huge people get, mm-hmm. can easily get lost into things where they are learning so it is so much segregated but if one is curious and tries to put as much as effort he wants he can definitely learn from a lot of uh, open source as well as 
uh, exposed information that is out there onto the internet. Right. I mean, I think everything's on the net these days. You just need to know where to look. Right. I mean, I have also seen people give out Udemy courses for free. I mean, I have seen. I might actually have a few of them downloaded. I've never seen them because I never wanted to. I just like holding up free stuff on my computer. Everyone so, does. I think it might be out there. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Right. So um, again, there is this huge rise that I'm seeing in penetration testing and bug bounty hunting these days. Now more than ever. Again, like obviously, I think it will take some time for. As as a nation to pick up, I think it will take like four to five years, because like recently I was just looking, figuring a way out to get an internship at a cybersecurity company in a, as a first year student. I just don't find a lot of people who are hiring cybersecurity specific interns. They're looking for software um interns and maybe marketing interns. But still, I really think that we're going to have a Maybe I don't want to use the word army, but I think I'll just go and use the word army. Not in that sense, but like a lot, a huge group of um, ethical hackers and pen testers in the future, because that's what that's what um that's more accessible to students on social media, and it just it's it's become cool. So people like that. What do you think are um, some mistakes anybody who's a pen tester or who's aspiring to become a pen tester or do anything on in red teaming um what are the biggest flaws and what mistakes do you think they make initially uh, i would like to repeat your question so do you want to know that what mistakes a beginner would make before getting to pen testing i think both like, yeah mostly beginners and then um even after like They're like, okay, we're good enough. I don't think anybody's ever good enough to declare that. Okay, ha, we're well and good. They might also make some mistakes, and there must be some. You, you must have observed a lot of kids who are coming out of college making some mistakes, and there must be patterns. So, have you noticed certain mistakes that pen testers okay. make? Okay. Uh, so, before this question, I would like to answer your first question, which is. Said that you were looking for internship uh, into organizations, and you were not finding enough of them. The intern opportunities, especially in terms of cyber security, so cyber security internships are there, but they are not publicly available. I would say because I have a personal connection with a lot of organizations, wherein they have a huge requirement for students, but. Cyber security is a part. It's like a heart of an organization. No one can give a beginner the whole heart of an organization to play with. So this mm-hmm. is one thing which I feel this job role is a lot more. T- it is a job role wherein you have to be so much responsible for all the stuff that you do. You cannot just make mistakes over here because that is gonna create a huge impact to the whole organization. So they do hire interns. I personally have so many connections wherein into the organization. So they contact directly to us saying that hey, we need two interns. Uh, so we just give them two names and both of them are selected. So this is how we have maintained the connection with them because we know the yes. we know the students personally and we can trust them and not about the trust but also we trust them in terms of technicality we know that this student um might 
not make the new kind of mistakes because he know the technical stuff he has been doing very good with bug bounties so this is a part of an organization which has to be so secure uh, you cannot make mistakes because most of the times the organizations who are going to hire into cyber security uh, in india especially they are mostly the financial organizations banking organizations and these are the organizations who mainly work into cyber security the most so they hire their in house team and uh, the place that you are going to intern with is also going to be the huge experience for you so the huge experience doesn't come uh, very easily right so you have to be very smart right. enough so this way they do hire uh, a lot of my students have placed in a very unique way in cyber security so i would like to share a couple of them so one organization a student wa uh, was testing an organization for bug bounties he was just capturing the request trying to manipulate it to figure out that what is going inside the organization How, is there any flaw into the organization so he got a very cool stuff once he captured the request he have got a flag uh something some random string uh, which said if you are looking for a job or an internship take this string mail us because we are looking for someone like you uh that means the organization was looking for interns but he was look uh, they were looking for someone who could understand this kind of request who is able to capture that request so these are some mm -hmm. unique ways which you will only find in cyber security uh developing teams or the organization who is hiring for marketing and all they will never do that uh, so these are, this was one thing so then he said and he sent me that request saying ma'am i got this what do i do now so i said that you are looking for something so he said yes i am looking for internship so then he sent them the mail with the same random string saying that uh, uh, hello i got this and i am interested in this job so this is how he got selected one more student so he posted uh, as you mentioned we discussed initially about the screenshot and all so one of my student used to write a lot of blogs about what uh, the bounty he got and how did he got what was his approach about the bounty so he used to post it on linkedin uh, in his own words saying that okay these are certain tools which helped me get this bounty and something something so then uh, he directly got a call from a security manager or someone he said that we are looking for someone into our team would you be interested in working direct direct in, with no interview wow. direct call so these are certain ways they are they keep their eye over linkedin they keep their eye over the request that you are sending to the organization so they will contact you in a very unique way so this is one speciality of cyber security i would say so internship jobs are there but they are there for a specific set of individuals who are so special and they have the extra talent for them they are very easily available uh, for the rest of the public uh, if you are not getting it work hard <laughs> work hard in some unique way think out of the box because that is what they want coming back to your second question uh, i think that was related to pen testing right. that uh, what mistakes or common mistakes they make so one mistake which i feel most of my student make is they try to attach their emotions with the bounty reward with the amount of bounty that they are going to receive uh, let's say uh, 
you submit an work uh, to an organization and you saw that okay this organization pays between 100 to 1000 dollar even if it is a low work they are going to pay me 100 dollars so what they do is okay once they submit the uh, report they keep on checking their email okay did i got the response where is my 100 dollars now so they try to <laughs> just uh, keep on checking the thing and then when they receive uh, the mail saying that oops we have already received this report from another researcher your bug is now duplicated or not applicable so this way they feel so demotivated they say okay bug bounty is not my cup of tea i'm not going to do this ever because they think that they are not getting rewarded for the hard work they have done but what they are missing is they are missing the learning curve they have made it till here they are uh, they are, they were not so quick to submit the bug uh, at the first place but still there was a lot to learn there there was a very hard way what they have learned they have made a submission that was accepted but just that someone else has already reported it means you are not going to get bounty so a lot of individuals what they do is they try to relate each and everything with monetary rewards everyone mm-hmm. want to earn i know but this is not the right age to earn so much of bounties <laughs> work on your learnings bounties are going to come directly uh, with you so you don't have to bother a lot about bounties amounts and so many stuff what you have to work on at the beginner level is maintaining your learning curve try to take out certain things learn them properly test them properly on thousands of different websites that is more important not the 100 dollars that you have just missed so with that missed 100 dollars do not demotivate yourself so this is what i think mm-hmm. uh, rohit can add I, a lot more i, I just mm-hmm. before we go to i really i really get what you just said i think Like even me when I started this podcast when I'm making content I used to get hurt because I'm not getting in likes on social media but now eventually I think like it's more right like for like it's just the status part that excites us a lot like us millennials we like to look at the glamorous part of everything could be um bug b- the bounties could be the likes like even I when like I say I upload some reels let's say I cut up. I post produce my podcast and I put it up. It's I don't get enough views. One day I, it, it used to hurt me a lot. It still hurts me a little bit. But I think eventually you need to figure a way out to train yourself to um change what, the way you look at stuff, right? Like you don't want to look at it as okay. I'm like I think it all comes down to why you are doing what you're doing. Why are you? looking for bugs why am i posting content and right. maybe that could make a difference yes ishan a uh, very young age you got to learn a lot of uh, things so yeah this is one thing we have to change the vision we look at things uh, certainly and also fo- focus on what excites you the most what is the thing that you are enjoying you love doing podcast with experts that's that's the important part not the number of likes or the number of appreciations you are get you are enjoying it just do it don't think about uh, the other stuff let's not the other stuff make you demotivated or uh, makes you hurt 
because when you put this video a lot of people may talk bad about it but you don't have to just stop because of those bad words you just have to keep going the way you are you don't have to think about because there are 50% audience who is going to love your work there are 50% of audience who might not like your work the way you are doing so rather than focusing on the uh, part of the persons or students who are not liking it will not stop it you enjoy it you do it it's uh, that straight if you are loving it just do it so uh, similar to this on bug bounties if you think that bug bounty is one thing you want to make a profession into just do it don't think about rewards don't think about anything else don't compare your rewards with others also because i have seen let's say same organization same type of uh, same type of work two different individuals getting rewarded differently so they think what was my mistake why are you thinking about your mistake you have not done any mistake it's about them uh, let them reward you the way they want to you have done it properly you have uh, they are uh, we always try to find out the mistakes this is one very bad habit that we have let's stop fi finding out the mistakes let's accept the happiness that we have already got so with 100 dollar make yourself happy that you have earned uh, so many dollar so this hunger to earn something extra to earn something will not lend you anywhere so you have to make yourself satisfied into the conditions and situations you are and try to uh, take the maximum advantage and happiness out of whatever you are getting so this is what i have learned so far and ishan has already learned it <laughs> I, I like I think... to think so, but yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> right. So, um, Rohit, while you were moving up in bug bug bounty hunting, what do you think apart from the um status part? Well, um, were some other unique mistakes that a lot of people? I'm sure even you must have made some mistakes when you were going through the journey. Would you like to share them with us? Uh, sure. So you guys have pretty much covered everything. Uh. Five points that I believe uh, that I always keep in my mind whenever I'm connecting to any student is this is what I tell them. Uh, for anyone who is trying to begin their journey, not only in pen testing but any aspect of their life, uh, starting with the priority wise, we can say the first one is I always say is curiosity. If you're not curious to do pen testing, don't jump into it. If you're not curious about cybersecurity, if this does not drive you at all, do not go into this because eventually you are going to get burned out. This is what I always say. If it, this interests you and you think that you can effortlessly work into this and invest your time without expectations. So again, these are all the points that you have already mentioned. Shifa has mentioned not expecting anything. So if you do not expect for anything back, that is the best thing that you can do and working tirelessly without getting just bored out of it because eventually one is going to get bored after some time that he's going to put into. So first, most important thing is curiosity that a beginner can make a mistake while he's jumping into pen testing, just not seeing the shiny shimmery world of cybersecurity as we are getting so much exposed towards digitalization, people nowadays think like, yeah, cybersecurity is one of the best career opportunity to jump into. And definitely it is. I agree to that fact, but curiosity is again, important. 
I'm not saying you cannot develop curiosity. If you have never heard about anything, you can definitely develop curiosity. Just try to understand what are the next uh, opportunities or roles that you are going to perform into. And if it drives you, definitely you can jump into it. So the first point is curiosity. Second point that I believe is most of the business that they do is they actually, uh, you can say miss or skip the basics, which are very important till date. I can see a lot of professionals still are very bad with their basics and everything works on basic fundamental principles. If you just skip the basic fundamental principles, if uh, you can say, uh, if the construction of your building in that, if your basic foundation is very weak, eventually you will fall apart at one day which is very important. So all the beginners, you see a lot of stuff that is going on everywhere. Stick to the basics. It's very important. Doing practicals is very important. Just reading theory is not going to help in a long run. It may help in a short run, but definitely practicals are very important and always stick to the basics of everything that is either networking, either it is OS, Linux, mobile, whatever it is. These two points. Next is uh, expectations. We always have a desire to earn. Everyone has a desire for money, but definitely I believe myself is you will earn a lot of money. If you focus more towards your learning uh, aspect or your learning part in the beginning. So if you are focused more towards your learning and improving your skills, even with a short package of money that you are getting, that is fine. I and Shifa, we have worked for free for six months seven months, a year as well. And now we are earning a handsome amount of money every month. That is fine. I'm just, I've just expressed this point because everyone once is a beginner and you cannot expect someone that someone gives you a full bag or load, a lot of money uh, before even uh, like trying to see what your caliber is. So do not expect for anything. First of all, focus towards toward more of your learning phase, you will definitely get money. Cybersecurity is one of the very, very good job, which is uh, very, very much, you can say lucrative. There is a lot of money involved in cybersecurity and people can earn a lot of things. I can definitely guarantee this. Next is burnout. I see a lot of people getting burned out in between by extensively putting themselves in something like, let's say, bug bounties. They do not get anything. They are getting duplicate, duplicate, not applicable. And they give up. They think this is not for me time to change or switch my career to something else. This is not done. If you are so such short tempered, and if you think you cannot do something by just falling once or twice or by these hurdles or milestones that come across you, definitely you cannot go in the long run. Either it is, if it is pen testing or it is anything out there. Talking about you, you being a social media influencer, let's say there are a lot of things that come across our road and we never should get burned out. We should definitely get up again and we should try to figure out what are the mistakes that we eventually did and learn from those mistakes so that we improve ourselves in uh, the life graph. I would like to say what I am doing good from what I did bad from yesterday. And the last point is imposter syndrome. So a lot of people think I will never be able to achieve this step that has been done by someone else. Never think about that. Never ever undermine yourself or never ever keep a 
preconceived notion that I cannot do the same thing that this guy is doing. That is actually false. And keeping yourself under that uh, perception is totally wrong. I also tell my students, one day you are going to be better cybersecurity engineers than me. Definitely you can. Okay. Just think about the bigger picture on the large scale. Okay. And seeing about this pen testing or bug bounty reports, people getting $50,000 and seeing like, I will never be able to do this. Why? Because I do not have these resources. I do not have a very good configuration computer. I do not have those tools. That is false. You are keeping yourself un under that preconceived notion that because of lack of resources, you're not able to do this. This is wrong. You can definitely do it. And do not think about if someone is good into something, you cannot also be equally good in that. So you can definitely do, do that as well. It is just about your learning curve of how good you are doing uh, at something from the previous day. So these are some of the points in a nutshell that I wanted to make. That was, I think that was a pretty brilliant way to just explain. I, th I think that covered everything. Any beginner and anybody, um, anybody my age just needs to know to get going, not, I think not just in cybersecurity, but anywhere in life that they want to do. That was a pretty wonderful way you express all the five points in detail. And I really thank you for, for putting it that way. Thanks, man. Great. So, um, just, um, just one last question that I want to ask you people, um, actually I have, I have many questions. So, you know, I think I just ask more questions. Um, Rohit, like we just, um, I think I saw you, you've worked at the ICICI for two years. And again, like when, every time I log into my bank, like my father's pretty concerned every time I log into my bank account using a computer, he's pretty strict about rules. Like, Hey, make sure you only use the virtual keyboard. Don't use the normal keyboard. Okay. Click it'll take time, but please do so. Um, and I'm sure that RBI must have laid out some basic guidelines for security that all these banks must follow. And mm. again, like they must be hiring some other, um, students or hackers. So, um, what do they look for in security experts? Um, not particularly banks in this case to keep the system set, um, safe. Okay. So, uh, I understood from your question is what generally, uh, organization like bank would look for, uh, specific skill sets right. in any person to hire them. Am I correct? Correct. Yes. Okay. So, uh, there are pretty much, uh, a lot of skills that are common that one uh, organization looks for in any individual who's going to apply for, but there are some other different S, uh, factors as well. So first of all, uh, our persons should have extensive knowledge about very important thing, considering this from, a, uh, you can say, um, from a perspective of someone who's going to apply for a job. Okay. He should have a very good extensive knowledge of how servers work, specifically uh, Linux. He should also have a very good command over how Windows Server works, how uh, Active Directory kind of structure works, because this is what is actually employed in many of the banks. It is a DC controller kind of setup, Active Directory setup. So he should know what is actually Active Directories, what is concepts of Linux, how permissions works and all that stuff. Apart from this very strong foundational skills of what is 
the most common software bugs that are identified in applications. So these are some of the points that they look for. And uh, whenever we are working into an organization, which is, uh, we generally term this as critical infra, whenever we are working with bank. So whenever any individual is working with some critical infra, and there are some new test cases that they have to come across. For example, if I give you a very simple example, uh, there is a functionality called as maker checker in banks. Generally that we test for, this is not available in different organizations. So what is maker checker? So whenever any user, let's say you Ishan is going to apply for your credit card application, it goes through two step verification. So there are two people who are going to check both the things. First is the maker. Second is the checker. So first the maker approves the checker, then checks it and approves. And finally it gets approved and your credit limit is approved and all that stuff. So a person should know access control based issues as well. How, uh, access for a student, a principal and a teacher is different into an organization. Similarly, there are a lot of other test cases as well that one, one looks that he has a basic understanding about privilege based issues, access control issues, how Active Directory works, how Linux works, how basic fundamental of operating system works, how mobile applications works. And we also test for thick, we also do thick client and thin client based pen testing. So for all the viewers, what is thick client and thin client is basically those softwares with safe data in itself. So applications, we also test applications. So one should also have a knowledge about how applications work. And apart from that, mobile applications, how mobile applications is work, are working. So basically, basically for a beginner to get a job into a bank for, especially into their ISG team, which is uh, the security group or information security team, he should have enough understanding about all these different areas that is mobile, that is thick client, thin client, uh, that is web uh, and access control issues, privilege escalation issues, and all the basic one remains the same learning about OWASP top 10, the most common top 25 cents, 25 software bugs and all that stuff. This is what I can recall now. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think that was, that was enough for a good start for, to anybody who just wanted to know. Mm. I really liked the way you answered that. That was a pretty good answer for anybody who just wants to figure things out. Now, um, my last question is to both of you. I'll, I think I'll ask Shifa this first. When you interact with people with, with your connections, um, like they, I'm sure they must have asked you about, okay, um, what's the scope of cybersecurity? Is it really good enough? Where do you think um, VA as a nation are today in terms of cybersecurity? One. Second, is it enough? And third, where do you think we should be headed towards? Not where we will be, but where you think you should be in the next five to 10 years? in terms of cybersecurity. Okay. Uh, so the very first thing that you asked that uh, about the students that they ask about the scope of cybersecurity. Uh, so uh, generally, uh, most of the messages that I get are uh, the very bad kind of experience for me because they just say 
गिव मी अ गाइडेंस ऑन साइबर सिक्योरिटी आई कैन नॉट गिव द होल गाइडेंस ऑन साइबर सिक्योरिटी इन जस्ट वन मैसेज सो द वन हु नो अबाउट दिस वर्ड साइबर सिक्योरिटी शुड डू अ बिट मोर रिसर्च अबाउट दिस वर्ड साइबर सिक्योरिटी एंड दे कैन कम अप विद सम स्पेसिफिक सेट ऑफ क्वेश्चन बिकॉज साइबर सिक्योरिटी एज आई मैंशन to me it's very precious and i feel the same it's the most responsible thing i know uh, in the whole it world so scope of cyber security for a beginner is uh, it looks very narrow when you see from outside but when i see i i know a lot of organization looking for so many things but i cannot recommend the random person directly because i don't know i have not seen your work so whenever you connect to me just share me more about yourself not only just the guidance on it not just about your qualification show me the research that you have done on cyber security show me the work your capabilities so this way you will make yourself different from thousands of dm not only me but a lot like me are getting uh, the similar copy pasted message that show some guidance on cyber we have seen enough of your work on cyber security share some guidance uh, this is not the way to ask for guidance right uh, how am i going to give you the guidance i don't know how much knowledge you already have show me something that you already know after that show me that where you are stuck so we are the person who are ready to help but in a particular way i cannot just uh, before some days i got a message saying that help me into the cyber security project for my college uh, so this is not the way of asking help me make my i am not going to make your project <laughs> if you are stuck somewhere please uh, tell me that okay these was the things i have researched these are certain articles i am referring to this is my topic here i am stuck not replying please reply please uh, what do i reply complete my project how do i complete your project so these are certain things which i get repetitively the students uh, all the things that rohit mentioned about the jobs into the critical infrastructure not only about the critical infrastructure about any other job that you go so there is one way uh, the way of professionalism when anyone comes to my organization i am not only going to judge him or her based on the skills of technical they have also about the behavior the sense of responsibility what he or she should be uh, able to how good they are going to work as a team not as an individual because these are certain factors which are overall going to affect my organization we are not working as a freelancers into the organization you have to be a team player you have to share the equal load with all the other members present with you so uh, these are also some skills which i think everyone i know uh, who are uh, sending this kind of message should learn that how to communicate first of all i am fine if you are not good with english type your message in gujarati hindi whatever language you want but there is a sense of sending a message to someone <laughs> uh, <laughs> so these are some certain things which i think that uh, so many of the students should learn i know you are stuck somewhere but i don't know where what are the places where i could help tell me the proper uh, thing that here is where i need your help give me just one fill in the blank i am able to fill that for you i'm not going to write the whole paragraph for you 
uh, showing my guidance. We have made enough video on guiding about cybersecurity. We have given enough uh, interviews about it. So there are so many, just check it out. If you can just come and point me that, okay, this is your interview link wherein you have said that on 40 minute, 20 second, you said certain things and I want more clarification on that. So maybe I can just go there and refer that what are the words that I have used wherein a person needs a clarification. So maybe on that I can comment something. I just cannot uh, make you uh, perfect ready for cybersecurity with just one post of message. So these are certain things. Uh, first thing I want them to improve. Uh, the second, uh, so when they have done enough knowledge when they have done that the way to ask questions so they already have so many answers in their hand they don't need to type in a message to someone saying for guidance because they have already done their own research everyone's research is different they consume the information different way if you me and rohit are reading the same article three of us i am 100 percent sure if someone say to write out write down 10 points out of that article all of us are going to write it differently because the way we look at certain information is different and the outcomes are also different. So these are the points which everyone, the beginners mostly should learn. We are there to guide you. We are not denying. But do not just ping saying reply, above message, check above message, reply, reply, ping, dot, right. ping, dot. Yeah. So like, you know, when you say, put it that way, <laughs> I actually am... I think now <laughs> I have started to de um, deploy some empathy for students who are including my, there, there are times when I've, um, I have done the same thing mm -hmm. right? and I don't blame them because we, we don't know how to communicate what we want properly. We, we don't know how to ask. I think one thing that even I struggle with today is that this um, notion of being professional and knowing how to ask. I think I still struggle with asking properly, right? I mean, like when I, um, when I had to figure out, okay, um, what, even when I was um, reaching out to you to be a guest on the podcast, I was just, uh, I didn't know what to ask or what to write. Should I write like a very long message? Like, hello, um, I would, I really like your work. I would really, really, really like, um, like you to be on my podcast. I don't know, like maybe it's, um, butter you up or something, say some nice things or just ask like, I have empathy for all students because I too am one of them. Okay. Okay. Uh, so to me, if you want to ask, you can just tell me that, uh, hey, Shifa, I have seen a couple of your work and I have that kind of audience who want to know more about cybersecurity. So can you just uh, come to this and share your views on uh, my channel? This is how I would ask to someone uh, to whom I want to bring in. It's their mm. decision whether they want to take it or no. But I would say about my audience that, okay, these are certain uh, people or my friends who want to learn more about cybersecurity and we couldn't find any, find anyone. Uh, so let's just connect in and uh, share about your views on cybersecurity or something. I have seen your LinkedIn profile. That's fine. I don't want anyone to make me feel so great by just uh, writing, okay, the, you are the best, just come in and uh, give, <laughs> give it a show, uh, something like that. Uh, about the other things that you asked, that uh, where do I see myself after 5, 10 years like this? Yes, yourself and the, um, like the people of India as a 
grew both okay uh, the people of india i think we we who are into cyber security are different than the layman uh, stuff the the part of the world because we know we are so careful about every link we click but they are not so we need to work a lot more on social engineering and phishing kind of uh, stuff wherein we know uh, even each and every kid know that how to use the mobile application how to use the different applications how to use games how to install games how to do so many stuff but what they don't know is the security stuff a lot of cases when you see comes up because the kid is using their parents mobile phone to do certain transaction and uh, they end up uh, spending a lot of money on purchasing the now the skins of the uh, car games. and whatever yeah. games you game play, skins right? yes <laughs> games games <laughs> video game skins so, uh, right so what the kid doesn't understand is that they are actually losing their money into all this stuff and also it is the mistake of the parents that they are not letting the kid they are just taking the phone away that is not the way you have to tell them that okay with this we are losing a lot of things if you are just doing this so do not be careful about certain passwords be careful about this stuff so sharing the mobile phone is not a problem but uh let him in, uh, let him him understand about what all things not to do into the mobile phone so these are certain things every kid knows that okay we are moving very fast to the digital world uh and also the scope for the scammers have increased a lot we have so many scammers you will see frauds calls messages daily saying to disclose your sensitive information over call and so many things they do so i think we are uh, like we have to be very quick into social engineering kind of awareness programs as well if this doesn't happen uh, this uh, by the end of 2021 i have seen one paper which shows that we are going to lose uh, 6 trillion dollar uh, rupees in just this scams so which is a lot uh in cyber security we are going to lose uh maybe it could be due to the vulnerable application it could be because of the uh, misusing of data and a lot of stuff mm-hmm. so i think in cyber security uh, we are already running very late so we have to uh, uh, speed up by spreading the awareness to the small places where we are not able to reach the one who are going to watch your show are already enough aware about this cyber security stuff mm-hmm. we who already know are getting so much of information but the one who are not getting we have to think about them then and only then we are going to uh, be uh, available to use this cyber security as a gift of technology otherwise this is going to uh, create the whole harm to the society it's already is the one who is scammed once then go and read more about cyber security uh, even if this uh, lose their 10 to 100 rupees uh, in some scam then they come and uh, search about it okay so what are this kind of scam and then they become so cautious about it so let's not wait for the scam to happen to you or to your family members uh, start learning uh, if you are watching the show it would be my request to learn more about cyber security uh, don't wait for the scam to come to your home uh, so 
this is how i think we should on india uh, or on national level we have to try to spread awareness uh, with different uh, ways i think our government is taking the initiative they have already started so many initiatives uh, this time i have seen with the internship they have hired so many interns i guess 5000 interns for gurugram police cyber internship so they are trying to cover maximum amount of students they can so that the uh, the awareness reaches each and every home of a student this is what i feel the main motive is and second thing they have already started uh, the certification like uh, the cyber crime intervention officer kind of a license wherein they teach or uh, uh, the seven day awareness kind of session to their departments mostly to the army and police services uh, the mm-hmm. personnel who are just uh, practicing this so they are making it compulsory from their end it's also our responsibility to spread the awareness about it to the other part of the world that we know so this thing and myself <laughs> about 5 to 10 years from now i want to continue with uh, trainings mainly because i love doing this i am been doing uh, trainings since so long i used i have started by teaching the home tuitions then i started teaching uh, in classes multiple subjects uh, then slowly i moved to teach into some international schools about mobile application development because that's what i used to do students mm-hmm. when you go to the students of the international schools they are damn uh, they are going to eat you <laughs> because they love technology and they have so much of curiosity about that question there is no uh, uh, there is no break to their thinking and thought process hmm. so the way they think is very different and even uh, they start programming from uh, first standard this is how they have planned so in first standard block coding and then they slowly move into javascript java uh, this virtual reality kind of subjects they learn by their 8th and 9th grade so they are already they already have uh, developed that kind of mentality so i want the rest of the part the national board and the other board uh, the normal schooling also to adapt this and to learn more about technology not only uh, to uh, not only just uh, to be into technical as a profession but to mm-hmm. be uh, residing as a normal individual technology is something that we use from morning to evening so you should know that how it has been developed and how it can harm you as an individual even if you are a businessman you should know the basic functionality the basic way how you can lose certain things your identity can be misused so these are certain things which i want the whole world to learn about it so i'll stick to cyber security for next so many years uh, this is my mm-hmm. that's impressive you should know how, how um, your identity could be used against you that was that was a pretty bold statement so i think i'm going to keep that in mind uh okay now i think we'll wrap this up it's been over an hour now um i i would like to ask both of you collectively um three things that you want to leave everybody not just not just students not just people like everybody in general what are the three things that you would like to leave this audience with 
who is going to start first uh, okay so there are actually a lot of things that uh i would like to speak about but uh keeping it concise first and the foremost thing uh that i want to say cyber security has a place for everyone all the audience out there definitely if you want you can jump into cyber security it's very huge and it has equal opportunities for everyone there is there is actually 0% recession in cyber security that has happened in if you take out the statistics of last decades so I, that is absolutely awesome making a career in cyber security is definitely a choice and can be done this is the first point that i want to make second point i want to say is uh it is never late if you are still working or as other profession you can definitely switch on to cyber security i have seen people switching on to cyber security after working as a developer for more than 5 years so it is never late if you think that you are uh, uh, a, a business or management kind of person who is doing that but you have a very good interest curiosity learning about cyber security and you think that you can do good definitely you can look cyber security as a career option one last thing that i want to mention is awareness self awareness and awareing people around you is very important uh, we cannot deny the fact that uh, in the country that we live like india there is uh, not a lot of uh, on the ground root level intrinsic cyber security awareness that has been done if you taking if you take any example of let's say talking about school or colleges or universities but this is one thing that uh, government uh and other private institutions as well are taking and giving much importance to and i believe this is going to be uh very much taken up front and giving and is going to be given a lot of importance now because we are so much digitally exposed towards the amount of data that has been circulated our life is so much connected to internet and apps so cyber security is the need of the hour you can say it is our uh, digital right everyone should be aware about security from a user perspective as well if you are not concerned about making a career in cyber security from a user perspective security is important and there are some tips of digital hygiene that one should always keep in mind some very important tips from a user perspective not a professional perspective are also very important so that they do not fall prey to uh, these black attackers or scams phishing scams or other type of those attacks so uh, self awareness is very important and as much as you can i like that as much as you can at the end guys uh, the last words i would like to say is do as much as self awareness and aware people around you uh, your parents grandparents colleagues mother father anyone uncle aunt who is around you tell them the importance about cyber security at a personal level they are not concerned about this as as a professional level but make them understand about this because this is the need of the hour and it is our digital right cyber security is a digital right i really like that statement <clears throat> thank you that was a, that was a very wonderful way to end this show, end this episode thank you both of you for um giving your time to this episode and this audience it really means a lot to all of us and i was really glad to host both of you here as my guests and 
I really would like to do this again sometime. To be honest, because I I really enjoyed having a, having a conversation with you. I think you both have a lot of knowledge, not just from the cyber security perspective, which in itself is a pretty um detailed conversation. We can go more in depth about um and testing what Linux should um should you start with. There is just so much more to talk about, and then there's also the business aspect of um. then there is um communication how you um speak with your in- interns and people so i really had a wonderful a wonderful time with you thank you for being on my show thank you so much ishan first of all for inviting us we really appreciate at this age you are hosting a show yourself uh so this is one thing i want to say to everyone staying happy is the most important thing uh in life apart from uh, everything that you do so keep yourself so positive that no negative energies should affect not only your profession but your life so uh, keep yourself positive attach your emotion to the right thing not with bounties uh, at this moment so yeah ishan is doing a great job and i want so many of ishan uh, to come up and host the shows like this being so can you were so confident on this uh, show ishan so i liked so many things about you and i appreciate that so many young talent are coming up with their fresh new ideas of hosting a podcast with us so yeah we would also like to join in and uh, share more insights on such subjects and topics which you mentioned thank you so much ishan for inviting us thank you thank you thank you very much have a great day Thank you so much, Ishan, for having us. And uh, once again, you were, I think, the youngest host that we have interacted with till now. <laughs> we have interacted with a lot of college professors who are fifty, sixty, seventy years old as well. Wow! <laughs> you are uh, the first one who are very young. So it's a. Uh, uh, we actually are very happy seeing that a uh, very uh, students and. uh people with a very young age from the college itself are taking this opportunity to come up with and discuss with uh people from the industry and uh, just trying to put this up for the audience so that it benefits everyone so we are happy and we would like to connect with you once again it was a very good communication actually thank you for having us thank you oh i think that was it I think we can stop stop the recording now. Sure.